1: Hey, it's Markay from the Markay Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's news and talk. First of all, thanks for listening to the Markay Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening.
2: Entertaining, never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Markay Show. First hour of the Mark Kay Show starts now. The Democrats
1: keep talking about Joe Biden's big heart. Well, I'm worried about his brain. Yeah, no kidding. I'm a little worried about it too. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. I'm actually more worried about the the brains of all the other Democrats who are going to be voting for Joe Biden because. Look, if you vote for Joe Biden, then clearly you're not all there. You got some problems with your faculties. We'll dive into that a little bit more. I'm not going to bore you with a lot of clips from the DNC today because the other Josh decided not to pull any. Uh, but also, you know, there wasn't really that much to. There were, here's something else. up. This is interesting to me because uh, the other Josh texted me like 30 minutes ago. And he said, uh, by the way, we were talking about the show. We were going back and forth. You know, is this ready? Yeah. Do you have that? Okay. Sure. Great. I wanted to make sure we're, we're, we're wearing the same shirt, right? Yeah. We right. Match. We want to make yeah. sure we're not wearing, right. We want to make sure everything's copacetic. Yeah. And he Ooh. texts me. He says, by the way, I don't think Hannah is coming in today. And I said, why not? <laughs> And he goes, I don't know. And I was like, so she gets engaged. All of a sudden, she's like, screw this. I got a sugar daddy. I don't need this job anymore. Not true. <laughs> and so we're going back and forth. And Hannah, is. we have a three-way, like, uh, what do you call it? Text Group text. Group text. Thank yeah. you. And and all of a sudden, Hannah chimes in and goes, wait, I'm here. Like, literally in the same, built on the same hallway as the other Josh. And so <laughs> then I'm like, how do you two not know that the other one, that you're both here? Did you have you, like, you haven't been working I checked in the, same the
3: office and I didn't see Josh.
1: But I, he's listen, Josh sits in a room where with a window on either wall <laughs> and you can see him from anywhere. He's like literally yeah, but, the focal point of the entire radio station. But as oh, soon as the
3: morning much. show's over, he switches to his office
1: usually. When did you get here?
4: I got here at 8:50. And then I came in at like 8.59. Yeah.
1: I mean, look, I just, if if anyone asks why this show always sounds chaotic and like we don't know what we're doing, it's because we don't even know who's here half the time. And as more credit, today,
2: Josh stepped out of his office for a minute because he was busy doing important executive producer stuff. Yeah.
3: I.E. He was making Instagram videos.
1: Yeah. Oh, very good. And by the way, very funny Instagram <laughs> thank video today. You, thank you. I, he, I was really, uh, you know, very very little surprises me on Instagram, but Josh's Instagram video today was great. So if you don't yet follow the other Josh is it was it Other Josh Radio. The other Josh Radio, right. Other Josh I was like, they Oh that was funny. good. Oh good thanks. That I was, appreciate and that. I can see how it took you away from your actual job because it looked like it was a lot of production. It was yeah. so much. Yeah, I had to turn the lights on. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder you did- And
4: pre record audio.
1: Right. And ignore Hannah. Being here? because yeah, it's fine. No, it was a lot of fun. Go check that out. 855-765-1045. We do have some What the Bleep coming up here later today, which is very exciting. And, and we've tried it. You know, we don't have the highlights from the DNC. I mean, it was just Hillary Clinton and, and Barack Obama ragging on Donald Trump the entire time. Uh, anyway, uh, oh, and Kamala Harris, she accepted her nomination. And again, I always... And I know I'm not. I know that the Democratic female lawyers are listening to all the media outlets, and they're going to jump on any negative comment made about Kamala Harris, her womanhood, or her blackness. I know that. I read the memo. But every time she talks, I swear to God, I feel like she's going to cry. Does anyone else get that from her voice? It's I don't. It's like a cracky or kind of like Don Lemon. Almost. <laughs> Sorry, Don Lemon. I feel is just going to like <laughs> yell. But, no, I feel like she's just going to cry. Every, it's almost like it cracks. I don't know what causes that. It's like that. a slight, like, not like whimper, it's, but uh, it's whimper like, a quiver, like, a, like a quiver. Yeah, it's like me and Joe Biden. And I always think she's going to break down in, in, and into tears. And I just think to myself, how can she be meeting with important people all over the globe about stuff like, you know, nuclear weapons and pandemics and war? And they're all going to be watching her like she's about to cry. It, the weird. Anyway, uh, so we have some What the Bleeps with Kamala, uh, Kamala Harris. We have some What the Bleeps from the. In fact, don't we have an all DNC edition of What the Bleeps today? We do, yeah. Great. So if you're one of the 5,000 people who actually watch the DNC, it's going to be great for you. You're really going to, uh, you're really going to benefit. Now, here's the thing. Next week is the RNC. Tonight, thank God, is the last night of the DNC. Joe Biden is going to come out on stage. He's going to supposedly live on tv accept the nomination for president kamala i believe was actually live because i kept hearing her breathing I, that was the other thing i kept hearing her go and i was like oh wow so i feel like if it, if it wasn't live they would have edited that out but joe apparently will be live today when he accepts the nomination for president and this is a big speech This is a, this speech has been a long time coming for him this isn't his first you know a lot of people think that this is his first foray into the presidential election but it's not he's been a failed presidential candidate many times in the past. He uh he failed to become president in 2008. He failed to become president again um in 2016, so this is going to be his third attempt. And you know in all in all fairness in 2016 they didn't even really want him to run. They were all they were all about Hillary. They knew Hillary was going to be the nominee before anyone even declared their 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 intention to run. Bernie Sanders didn't get the memo. Uh, you know, what's his name? The the guy from Maryland didn't get the memo, but everyone else knew it was Hillary. So Joe bowed out in 2008 when Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton were again the the front runners. Joe Biden got pushed aside because of this whole plagiarism scandal where he apparently he stole speeches. And yeah, anyway, it was it's like a big running thing in uh, in the Democratic Party. Um, but this will be his third failed attempt at becoming president later today. And, and that all kicks off officially tonight when he accepts the nomination. So uh, now next week is the RNC. And I have to tell you, even though it's virtual, even though because I've been to I've been to conventions before. And the RNC for, you know, and I, how do I put this for a for just overall entertainment value, for excitement of the political, uh, you know, the political, I guess, arena for all around just American feel-goodism the republican national convention is where it's at that's the place to be it's the flag-waving it's the fanfare it's the patriotism it's people from all over the country wearing red white and blue and trump this and that and great costumes and they're all drunk but i mean everyone drinks like if people walk around with those big it's almost like senior frogs meets politics is kind of what the rnc is like and it's a blast and the speeches are are fantastic. The uh, the the candidates come out and they just, I mean, they just let everyone have it. And you leave and you just feel great about America. That's the RNC when it's live. The DNC when it's live is very energetic and enthusiastic as well but it's more like a it's more like a cage match between warring factions within the Democratic Party and most of the 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 loud uproar and most of the energy that you get is a negative energy uh uh, uh we hate her kind of thing even though she's our candidate or we love Bernie Sanders and we think that this is all fixed and there's a lot of neg- there's a lot of angst it's still loud and lively but for a totally different reason You know, it's kind of like it's kind of like the difference is the RNC is when you get to go out with your friends for a girls night or, you know, when the guys go out and get drinks and and go bowling and do like fun guy stuff. And you have a blast and you come home, you're like, man, that was great. The 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 uh, the DNC is more like Thanksgiving with your in-laws where, you know, there's going to be like a lot of yelling and a lot of it's going to be awkward and not everybody really likes each other. But you have to pretend you're celebrating something. And then you go home and you're like, thank God that's over. That's the DNC. And tonight, uh, Thursday night, is Thanksgiving in in Wilmington, because, again, Joe Biden won't leave uh, the state of Delaware. And he's going to accept the nomination finally. And then we can move on to the RNC. Which is, which is boys' night, which is, you know, ladies' night, which is going out to the club with your friends and just cutting loose. And it's going to be so much fun. It's going to be, I'm so excited for, and also the RNC, seeing, seeing this debacle that is the virtual DNC, you know that the RNC, if they hadn't already really ratcheted up the excitement, they are going to spend uh, today, tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday, All day Monday, they are going to be injecting so much life into this RNC this year, virtual or not. They are going to do everything they can to make it seem the polar opposite of the DNC. Exciting, entertaining, enthusiastic, hopeful for the future of America. I'm really excited. I mean, that's the best thing about the DNC is that it ends tonight. And then we can look forward to Monday, the start of the uh, Republican National Convention. All right, we're going to get to all that in, in just a minute. We've got a bunch of phone calls coming up. What the bleep returns today, which is amazing. And what did you say? I'm just a little nervous. I'm still a little uh, war struck little... from last week. Yeah.
3: Okay, so I'm excited.
1: The, for those of you, when we'll get into this here in just a minute, but I, we, the what the bleep from last week, the... I mean, the one where really I thought it was the end of of our entire existence. We uh, we're going to feature that on the Mark Kay show on Newsmax TV this Saturday. Oh, okay. So if you want to, <laughs> if you if you were able to listen to it in your car, but you weren't actually able to see our reactions here in the it. studio it perfect. when what went down actually went down, uh, you can you can tune into Newsmax TV this weekend, Saturday at three thirty, and you can watch the entire thing in its entirety. Um, that's going to be that's going to be very exciting. Also, watch it at uh, Newsmax TV or on the Newsmax app. All right, quick break. When we get back, I want to get into this whole Goodyear thing because it started really yesterday during our show. It's not over yet. And Donald Trump did something yesterday, which I don't know if he meant to do it or not, but it's it's an incredible feat and something that this country really needed. And it's all because of this Goodyear boycott that he called for. Quick break. That's all coming up. Stay tuned. More of the Marque shows on the way on 104.5 WOKV. He's entertaining, informative,
2: and he puts the talk in Jacksonville's News and Talk. This is the Mark K. Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk.
1: This is the Mark K. Show. My name's Mark K. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. And I wanted to point out also yesterday we opened up the Marquet um, shop again, which was very exciting. And uh, it, it's interesting to see what people are vying for. They love the Keep America Great Puzzle Tea. The Puzzle Tea. Which we brought back, which if you haven't seen it, it says Keep America Great. But it doesn't say Keep America Great. But it's a puzzle. It's, it's cool. like hieroglyphics. It really is. It's called a pictogram. Ooh. And what happens is it's, people wear it and it takes... Especially if you have a lot of liberal friends, what they'll do is they'll be like, what's on your shirt? And they'll stare at it and they'll look at it. And then slowly they're like, what does that say? That's a a, uh, keep America great. And then they're like, oh, what a horrible
2: shirt. (laughs) I love it.
1: It's really it's a lot of fun. And now it's been a big seller uh, yesterday as well as our military garb. We have some military styled the um, one
4: that I sent a screenshot of to you yesterday. Yeah, the one that you said. I, like I would,
1: it. Yeah, Oh, good, you should order one. Uh com. Don't forget other Josh for 16% off.
4: Why is it 16? Is it cuz Josh said he wanted another percent?
1: Josh wanted a half a percent. He it, it was 15.5, but then he but then basically he tried to steal uh from us. He was trying to get people to give him money so he could use his greater discount so exactly. we upped it. We basically, we screwed him over. We Foiled once again. Yeah.
0: And I would have got away with it, too, if it wasn't for those foiling hosts.
1: <laughs> those pesky kids <laughs> and their dumb dog. <laughs> 855-765-1045. Steph in Palm Coast. How are you, Steph? Thanks for calling the Mark Show.
2: Hey, hey Mark. Uh, shucky Ducky. Chucky Ducky, um, Steph. Thanks. Um,
4: Wanted to just ask you what you think the direction of Florida, like where we're going. Are we going blue? Because I'm a little scared after Tuesday.
1: Why? What happened Tuesday to make you scared?
4: Uh, I was just seeing counties that were, like, there were a lot more blue votes than red.
1: Yeah. Well, listen, I'll tell you what. Here's the deal. Uh, You don't have to worry about the state of Florida because we have a Republican governor who's very popular. We have two Republican senators. Who are very popular. We have a lot of uh, people fleeing from from states that are led by Democrats that have stolen their money and taken away their police departments. You have a lot of people here in Florida who like to vote red, but just you know, it's none of anyone's business uh, who, who who they vote for. And you have a candidate in Joe Biden that nobody is going to, in their right mind, throw their ballot against, unless of course they're one of those Trump haters. And there's a lot more apathetic independence than there are hardcore Trump haters on the left. Uh, you know, it all comes down to passion and, and politics. And I've been saying this for weeks. It's all about passion. And the passion for Donald Trump in 2016 was palpable. You could feel it when you went to the rally, when you walked down the street, when you turned on the news, even the way that the news. Hey, even what happened yesterday with this Goodyear thing? Yesterday was a huge day for the Democrats. The whole week has been a huge week. For the Democrats, you've got every, every old failed Democrat in politics, like paraded back around. You've got Barack Obama yesterday giving a huge anti-Trump speech. You had Hillary Clinton coming up there with her I told you so speech. You had uh, Kamala Harris, the first black female vice presidential candidate, accepting her speech. You had all of that going on and all anyone was talking about once again Was Donald Trump. Donald Trump sends out one tweet. Don't buy Goodyear tires. And the whole Democratic National Convention is invalidated. It's like it didn't even happen. Nobody cared. Even last night. Even last night while I was watching the thing. Okay, that's a lie. I was watching Big Brother. But even last night while I was watching Big Brother and thinking I should probably catch some of the DNC. All I could think about was Donald Trump. All you heard about on Twitter was Goodyear was trending. During Barack Obama's speech, people were talking about the president of the United States. And tonight, I don't know what Donald Trump is going to do in the next 20 minutes to steal the thunder from Joe Biden. But I do know this. He's having a press conference right after Joe Biden accepts the nomination. And then when Joe Biden accepts the nomination today, he'll he'll maybe get a little play in the press. But tomorrow's Friday. And Donald Trump, I guarantee, will do, say something, act in a way. There'll be new charges brought against him from somewhere. There'll be something about Nancy. Donald Trump will steal the headline. He doesn't even have to steal them. Really, Donald Trump doesn't steal headlines. The media just realizes that the Democrats and their candidate are so boring that they just give him the coverage. They're like, you know what? Republicans, they're way more entertaining. We, we need clicks. What's Trump doing? 855-765-1045. Don't worry about Florida. Don't worry about the United States. It's going to be a landslide. And if you don't believe me, just watch Joe Biden's speech tonight. <laughs> that should reassure you in what direction the country's headed. 855-765-1045. Got to take a break. More uh, coming up. The Mar-Kay Show continues right after this.
2: Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they
4: are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show.
2: This is the Mark K Show. There is no vaccine for racism, but there are a number of vaccines for domestic terrorism. There's a 22, a 243, 12
1: <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, I love I love our listeners. I love hanging out with you guys every single day. You're just the most amazing people in the entire world. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Amy is in Orlando. Hi, Amy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing really well. Thanks for calling, Amy. Uh, what do you want to say today?
4: Um, well, first of all, I just stumbled upon your show about a month or two ago, and I have to say, I watch your videos constantly. Oh. you have taught me so much more about politics than I ever would have learned on my own because I can't get real honest news anymore.
1: Well, Amy, <laughs> listen, that's my—that's the old. I love to hear that, and thank you so much. That's why we do what we do, and we take the time to post the videos because you know we want to brain um, teach people stuff that they don't know <laughs> about politics, and make And the, you know, the other—the other thing is, you know, people also whenever they. They write to me they say hey it's great to see that there's other people out there who think this way because if you watch tv or if you read the the internet you think everybody's like this crazy socialist and there's no more uh, there's no more conservatives left but there's a bunch of us anyway amy thanks right. so much for calling did you have a question did you want to say something or you just wanted to praise us no 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 i just honestly just want to just you know uh,
4: stroke your ear a little bit tell oh. you thank you very much for the two hours she gives me every day and i really look forward to it i really um, do hey, well,
1: that's so nice. Hey, thanks so much for calling, and thanks so much for listening and watching online, too. We appreciate it. 855-765-1045. Real quick, before we get into the Donald Trump canceling cancel culture, I want to talk to Chris in Illinois. Hi, Chris. How are you? Hi, Mark. How are you? Doing really great, Chris. Thanks so much for calling. What did you want to say today, Chris?
4: Okay. So, first of all, I'm the one who sent you the Trump coin.
1: Oh, yeah, I love that. Thank you so and, much.
4: And thank you to the post office that I never got the thank you note. Oh, what? <laughs> I know a lot of people have been through the same thing, so I don't feel, you know, like I'm special.
1: <laughs> All right, Before we blame the post office, it could be <laughs> Hannah's fault, too, so we'll, ch- we'll check Actually, out. I
4: don't that. think so, because, you know what, the day that y- I was watching You're on watching. Facebook, the day that you got the package, yeah. and I saw you physically write that. Right, I did. Now, yeah, I so. try to
1: write thank you notes to everybody that Sends us stuff. Did you see Hannah yeah. physically put so, it in the mailbox? Anyway, yeah, we know um, we need this, wanna... we need a camera on Hannah when she takes it from my hand to the <laughs> mail <laughs> to make sure that I get the selfie stick. <laughs> <day. laughs> okay, uh, anyway, Chris, what do you want to say? What's going on so in the news? I today? just kind
4: of wanted to follow up on a caller that you um, talked to yesterday. The lady that worked at the post office. Oh yeah, and she said that she was going to be voting for Trump again Mm -hmm. um, this time around, but she wasn't as enthused about it as she was last time. Yes. And I thought about that for a little while, and I said, you know what, I feel the total opposite because I now know what this man says he does, and I didn't know that the first time around. And I still voted for him because... I really thought he would, but I didn't know that for sure. Yeah. So now that I have seen everything that he has done for this country, how devoted he is to his job... I am way more enthusiastic this time around than I was last time.
1: You know, that is, that's fantastic, Chris, and I, and I appreciate you calling and sharing that. And for those of you that didn't know we had a woman call yesterday. She worked for the post office, and she said that she voted for Trump. She loved Trump. She was going to vote for Trump again. But because he's coming down on the post office and because of DeJoy's, uh, you know, coming in there and basically telling them, here's how we're going to run op- operations from from here on out, she was a little upset by that. She didn't think that they were doing it to rig the election. She knew that they were doing it because they felt it was a better way to run the post office, but she also felt like it was a little harsh. And while she was still going to support the president, she wasn't doing it as enthusiastically. Chris, I I love what you're saying though, where you just basically took a chance on the guy, and now you see what he did and and you love him even more. It's it's a little like this whole this whole Goodyear thing too, because when you when Donald Trump goes after the post office, or when the president says the post office is terrible, it's horrible. They're bleeding money. They've been horrible for decades. He's not talking about the person in the mail van driving to your house on the wrong side of the road or the wrong side of the car and putting the mail in your mailbox. He's not talking about the uh, the people sorting the mail in the actual postal service. What he's talking about is a top down rotting of an institution that is a super important to the United States and vital, and B, is terribly run and has been bleeding money, bleeding money for decades. I mean, the, the post office, and a lot of people don't know this, it's like Amtrak. It's a private public company. It's supposed to be self-funding. They sell the stamps. They sell the uh, they sell the priority mail. They sell all this other stuff. They They run a service, and they're supposed to make enough money to pay for themselves. But because of that government intervention, because the government's in there, they fail miserably at it. And they're always going. They need money. And again, it's not the fault of whoever's delivering the mail from the from the post office to your home. It's not that person's fault. It's a corporate or it's rather a government uh, breakdown in the executive structure of the Postal Service. And Donald Trump being an executive, being from corporate America, seeing this kind of problem in other industries and in other forms of government went in there to fix it. The Democrats seized on that and said, oh, Donald Trump is slowing down. Donald Trump is picking up post office boxes. Donald Trump is dismantling sorting machines. You know why? Because it was more expensive to run those sorting machines than it would be to get rid of them. It was an ineffective process. You're paying people to run sorting machines that don't have enough capacity to pay for themselves. So you cut them out of the system. The post office boxes, same thing. Nobody was using them, yet you had to pay somebody every single day to drive around and check them. Maybe there's a letter in there. Maybe there's two letters in there. The manpower and the gas and the wasted time made it not cost efficient. So what happened is Donald Trump said, DeJoy, get in there and fix it. Uh, Postmaster DeJoy says, we're going to take up these boxes. And if you want to mail a letter, you got to go to another high uh, capacity box or just put it in your mailbox or do whatever. Do whatever you need to do. But we need to save the post office. And the way to save the post office is cost cutting infrastructure changes down the list. The Democrats seized on it. They created a postal crisis out of Out of, really, prosperity. Donald Trump wants prosperity for the post office. That's not what the Democrats want. They want mail-in voting. They want to fix the election. They want an opportunity to rig the ballots in favor of Joe Biden because they know people aren't going to go out and vote for Joe Biden of their own accord. Why would you? Who wants to vote for a corpse? Nobody. Nobody gets passionate about somebody like Joe Biden, who's been in Washington for 40 years, who has absolutely done nothing, who failed the first time he ran for president because it was proven he was plagiarizing speeches, who failed the second time because, let's face it, nobody, nobody wanted Joe Biden in the Democratic Party to run for president. This is, this is the baffling thing to me. And if you watch the DNC, first of all, you wasted your time. Second of all, you're watching – a laundry list of individuals who literally 4 years ago told Joe Biden you're not the guy you can't do it it's not your turn we don't think you can be president and Joe Biden to save face to save face said i'm grieving this loss of my son i want to be with my family i've spent 8 years in the white house i'm stepping aside i'm retiring he retired from politics you know how most people retire from politics or jobs after 40 years? How does retirement work? Anyone anyone retired where, like, the boss walks into your office and says, hey, we could do this one of two ways. We could fire you or you could retire. Which would you prefer? Well, Joe Biden was about to get fired by his own party. The only job after vice president is president. And nobody in the Democratic Party wanted him to do it or thought he could handle it. Not Barack Obama. Not Hillary Clinton, not any of these, not Chuck Schumer, not any of these people that you see standing up in front of a camera this week to praise Joe Biden and talk about how he's the only, John Kerry, he's the only man who can bring us together. Really? Because four years ago, you didn't want him anywhere near the White House. Now, all of a sudden, he is our only hope. We are all rallying around Joe Biden. He's washed up, folks. Nobody wants this guy. And when you have to bring forward a candidate out of retirement, prop him up and have his old enemies, the people that threw him out of Washington, try to convince you that he's the right choice for the White House, you're not going to have people go out and vote for him. Unlike Donald Trump, Donald Trump is in there making changes to the post office, making changes to the border wall, making changes to the military. He's making changes to the uh, the, uh, uh, the U.S. embassy in Israel, moving it to Jerusalem. Oh, he's killing terrorists who've murdered thousands of Americans. Not to mention other citizens. He's building the biggest economy ever. He's cutting your taxes. He's creating jobs, not just for white people, but for black people and Latino people and Asian people and really. Anyone in America who wants a job, more of them have had this job than before. I mean, it, it's, it's really, it, it, the Democrats will seize on anything because they're just trying to get their candidate, an unelectable candidate elected. And how do you get someone who's unelectable elected? You cheat. It's the only way. 855-765- one oh four five. I mean, I know. How do you think I got this job? 855-765-1045. Sure. I have lots of experience on the air. Which one's the microphone again? Uh, quick break. More of your phone calls coming up. Also, Donald Trump effectively has canceled cancel culture. I don't know if he meant to do it or not, but he did it. And it's brilliant. We'll talk about that here in just a minute too. stay tuned to one oh four point five W.O.K.V.
2: Remember to subscribe to the Mark K Show podcast on iTunes or Google Play. That way, you can listen to Mark whenever or wherever you want. This is the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. difference does it make if Joe Biden has dementia. I thought it was vote blue no matter who, even if they're
1: clinically insane. Uh that you know for a lot of people it's vote blue no matter who. Um uh, which is you know it's kinda interesting. But I mean that's what look that's what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. It comes down to vote blue no matter who. oh by the way yesterday I sp- it, it's so funny because we mentioned this yesterday on the program and I don't know if the I don't know if the progressive liberals like AOC and Ilhan Omar and the rest of the squad I don't know if they actually listened to the show but literally within hours of me saying it they were saying it as well we talked about all these Republicans that are popping up at the Democratic National Convention you had John Kasich you had Colin Powell you had uh, Christy Todd Whitman who was the former governor of New Jersey until she was you know caught or photographed uh, frisking people in Trenton. Uh, the whole thing, it's 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 lousy with Republicans. And even um Jill Biden, Dr. Jill Biden, when she was talking about her husband, she talked about what? His great relationship with John McCain, who was also a Republican. And it seems like it seems like they're really trying to reach out across the aisle to steal those Republican voters. And I thought to myself, you know, if I were a Democrat and I didn't get a chance to speak, or if I were AOC and I only got sixty seconds because they were giving they were giving Colin Powell some some dirty old Republican from the Bush years, and they were giving him my time. Colin Powell got like eight minutes. AOC got one, and she's supposedly one of the up and coming superstars of the Democratic Party. And I said I'd be I'd be annoyed if I how bad is it that you can't even get Democrats to talk about how great Joe Biden is? You've got to go find Republicans to do it. There's not enough Democrats in the party who want to get up there and praise Joe Biden. Well, sure enough, yesterday, big story, AOC and progressive Democrats uh, annoyed that they're using the Democratic National Convention to highlight Republicans and a work together cross the aisle mentality. Because, And this is this is it's not just that they're focusing on Republicans. It's that they're highlighting that Joe Biden supposedly can work Across the aisle can work with these Senate Republicans who he's supposedly not been able to work with for 40 years. But now, miraculously, he'll be able to. Joe Biden can come in and be buddy-buddy with Mitch McConnell. And buddy, buddy with, uh, with, uh, you know, who else? Uh, the, the guy Doug Collins. And he can get stuff done. And he can get Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and, and everybody, get them all in a room. And he can make stuff happen because he, he crosses the aisle. And the young progressive leftists, the Bernie Sanders crowd, the AOCs, the squad, they're annoyed. Number one, because they want time at the DNC so that their stars can shine brighter. And, They don't want to work across the aisle with Republicans. They don't want to. They don't want to compromise with Republicans. They don't believe that we can work together. They just want to go in. They want to say, here's what we're doing. It's our way or the highway and be done with it. And they're sick and tired of this Democratic National Convention heralding this idea that Joe Biden will unite the country, uniting the country does them no good. Because if they can't get up after they've been reelected and say, Donald Trump, we're going to impeach the mother father. If they can't get up and say that, they don't have a platform. Working with the Republicans is not anything that progressive, young, liberal, Democrat, socialists want to do. They want the opposite. They want to work against the Republican Party. They want this division. They like it. They love it. That's why they keep, that's why they keep telling you how divided the country is. This country is so divided. It's true. And one of the big reasons it's divided is because they're on one side and the Republicans are on the other. And you'll notice Republicans never talk about working across the aisle. Donald Trump never says, I'm going to work with these people. He says, here's what we need to get done and we're going to get it done or I'm going to do it myself. You know, I'm going to do it myself. The reason Donald Trump signed so many executive orders isn't because he's power hungry. It's because the Democrats refuse to work. They don't want to they don't want to cross that aisle. And. Well, well, well. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and and Bill Clinton and and Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama are pretending that that's what Joe wants to do and pretending that's what they want to do. You got you got the AOC crowd out there saying, "B.S. We don't have any intention of working with Republicans, and we're annoyed that you keep saying it. So please stop." Also. You know, you know how like they say, uh, what is it uh, one thing breeds? Each every action has an equal opposite reaction. Well, there's a new squad in town, and it's popping up not on the far left. You guessed it, on the far right. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about Donald Trump. We'll talk about Goodyear and Kaylee McEnany. Man, hitting it out of the park again. Quick break. More on the Marque Show next on 104.5 WOKB.
2: Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative.
4: You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show.
2: This is the Mark K Show. Dave Chappelle puts on a much better program than the Democratic National Party.
1: I mean, I would hope so. He's a professional comedian. The guy made like $60 million for one stand-up special on Netflix. That would make probably Anyway, they, that's what they need, probably. They need more. And it's weird to me to think when you have all these Hollywood stars, all these athletes, all these singers that are supposedly all in on Joe Biden. Like Cher, do you hear what Cher did yesterday? Cher, you know, whoa, I'm Cher, whoa, Sonny. <laughs> that's not of what that's what is that? That's how <laughs> Cher sounds. Said, no, she sounds like this, honey. No, she sounds like, whoa, it's Cher, I want to talk to Sonny. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Cher, who sings you know believe and a bunch of other things she 's very famous she um, she wrote on twitter she wrote on Twitter that she contacted her post office and asked if they would take volunteers. apparently she 's so upset by this postal crisis narrative, by the narrative that the post office is in dire straits and can 't handle the number of mail and ballots that they 're expecting the crush of mail and ballots for Joe biden that they 're expecting in the next couple of months. Cher was so concerned that she called to volunteer her time. At the post office and they took her name and number and they forwarded it to a manager who actually called her back and explained, we don't take volunteers. It's the U.S. mail. You actually have to have a background check. <laughs> you know, you have to be cleared. We have to there's an interview process. You can't just we don't just let strange people in here off the street to handle people's mail. She was very upset by that. Uh, but that. But that's what the Democrats are doing. You know, Jamie Lee Curtis, we talked about last week, she thinks that Trump supporters in little red hats are stealing mail trucks. She's so concerned she wants to go and actually volunteer her time at the post office. It's a huge conspiracy. It's a huge conspiracy. And I don't know what these people are. If you're really that scared, and this is what I don't understand, the Democrats, they're pushing this mail-in voting. If they're really scared that Donald Trump is going to slow down the post office, if they're really scared that the that, that Postmaster General is shutting down sorting machines, if they're really petrified with fear that these locked mailboxes are being locked in California because they don't want Democrats voting, if they're afraid that mail trucks are being hijacked in broad daylight by Trump supporters, and if they feel so scared that they need to volunteer their time so that they can go in there and help, help make, get the mail from point A to point B, if they're so scared, why don't they just vote in person? That way you can go vote, you can watch your vote, get into the little machine, machine's locked, it's counted, you get your sticker and you go home. If you're that petrified with fear, why not just vote in person? Because they're not petrified with fear that their vote's not going to get counted. They're petrified with fear that all the other votes that they're creating out of thin air aren't going to get counted. Because it's really easy to create a person or a vote when there's no – when like it goes through 18 different people and a truck and a machine and another truck and an airplane. It's very difficult to formulate a fake vote when you need somebody there in person to slide it into the machine. 855-765-1045 is our number. All right, real quick, let's talk – this goodwill Goodwill, Goodwill, Goodyear thing yesterday. This started during our show. We talked a little bit about it yesterday, and it kind of it really exploded, and it doubled down. They doubled down on the the whole media took off with uh, Donald Trump and his comments about Goodyear, and Kaylee McEnany. Who Kaylee McEnany? She is such a rock star. She's such an amazing asset to not just. Donald Trump's organization, but the entire Republican Party. Even Joe Biden loves her. She's the strongest person I know. She's a backbone like a ramrod. I mean, if you're talking about women who have a backbone like a ramrod, I imagine it's Kaylee McEnany. She's in there with the press, and of course, uh, of course, when we're talking about the coronavirus, when we're talking about, you know, building a peace initiative in the Middle East, which Donald Trump spoke to again yesterday, when we're talking about the economy and bringing it back, roaring back, when we're talking about the election and when we're trying to figure out what's going on with the Democratic National Convention, the number one question on every reporter's mind is why did Donald Trump tweet about Goodyear? And this Paula, I don't even know where who she's from, but Paula, she, of course, leads off. Her question for Kaylee McEnany was all about Donald Trump's Twitter.
4: Thank you, Kaylee. Today, the president encouraged Americans not to buy Goodyear tires, suggesting that they had a ban on MAGA hats. But it appears that their policy is just a ban on political speech. It's pretty common for most companies. So why is the president retaliating? Against a private company for their dress code and potentially jeopardizing American jobs.
1: Ah, look at that. Now the president is jeopardized. Donald Trump calls for a boycott of, of Goodyear. Says, don't buy Goodyear tires. Buy some other tires that are cheaper and better. Why? Because they said they're banning MAGA hats. But that is not, as she pointed out, Something that all corporations do. All corporations may ban political attire. They may say, we don't want you wearing politically affiliated T-shirts, hats, buttons, or bumper stickers here at the office. But that's not what Goodyear did. They didn't say all politically affiliated slogans are material. They did at the end. But before that, they said MAGA attire. MAGA, make America great again attire. Donald Trump attire. They went after the president. They also went after the popo. They don't want all lives they, they don't want all lives matter or blue lives matter paraphernalia either. They will however accept black lives matter and LGBT. So Donald Trump says, "Wait, why are you coming after me? I'm your president. I made this economy great again. People are out there they have jobs, they're buying cars, they need tires. It's because I I'm helping all you people. Now you're say, now you're pinpointing, singling me out and saying you can't wear maga attire?" And on and Donald Trump is costing Americans jobs. Maybe it's Goodyear that's costing Americans jobs. Donald Trump didn't take this photo of their zero-tolerance policy. Donald Trump didn't blow the whistle on Goodyear. And that's exactly what – this is a whistleblower. Remember how Democrats loved whistleblowers like six months ago? Remember the whistleblower was a hero? The whistleblower needs protection. We need to interview the whistleblower. The whistleblower is saving the, the entire country from Donald Trump. Whistleblowers are great. Whistleblower day. Yay, whistleblowers. That's all you heard. Now you got someone at Goodyear blowing the whistle on their really crazy zero tolerance policy, which allows Black Lives Matter stuff, but not Blue Lives Matter stuff. Basically, you have a major American corporation with sponsorships from NASCAR who puts tires on the president's own car and they are taking a stance against the police. And this person posts the picture. And is the whistleblower a hero in this case? No. Donald Trump is the villain for costing Americans jobs. Here's what Kaylee McEnany said.
3: There was an image that was put out that showed that certain speech was acceptable. Black Lives Matter insignia, for instance. But what was not allowed was Blue Lives Matter. What was not allowed was MAGA hats. Um, what was clearly targeted was a certain ideology. They have not denied that that image...
1: They do not. Oh, yeah. They do not deny that that image was theirs. They are basically siding with Black Lives Matter over the police. They are saying, yes, we are for defunding the police. We're for crime in our streets. We're for looting and rioting. We're for all of that. We are not for people that want to support the police department. And then this Paula reporter comes back and tries to draw a difference between the two. Racial equality,
4: racial justice, that is okay, but
3: not political speech. That's pretty standard across the board right now. That's not that unusual. Did the president even reach out to Goodyear before they, the tweet? came out and said equity issues. As far as I'm concerned, Blue Lives Matter is an equity
1: issue. It 100% is. An, Blue Lives Matter is an equity issue. She is 100% right. And she's not going to let some reporter come in there and say, this boycott is bad, but all other boycotts are good. This boycott is the president being rash and costing American jobs. But what about all the other boycotts? What about the boycott of Chick-fil-A? Did they did the Democrats who boycotted Chick-fil-A, did they reach out to the president of Chick-fil-A before they boycotted? No. What about Goya Foods? Do you remember when the CEO of Goya went to the White House and thanked Donald Trump for creating an economy where someone like him could thrive and his business could thrive and for saving us from socialism? And then all of a sudden, all the Democrats hated Goya Foods. Chrissy Teigen was Throwing away her Goya food, saying, oh, my God, what am I going to make my arroz con pollo with now? Ay caramba. Goya food. They didn't care about the jobs of the hundreds of thousands of Americans and Latinos who worked at Goya. They didn't care if Goya's stock plummeted 3%. Also, guess what happened? It didn't. Goya's stock surged. Goya sold out in the stores. People realized what was happening. They realized what was going on with the cancel culture of the left, and they refused to have Goya canceled. They went out in droves and bought Goya, whether they'd ever bought Goya or not. We went out and bought Goya. We bought Malta Goya and Goya beans, and that Malta Goya is disgusting, but we bought it anyway, (laughs) not because we liked it, because we wanted to show support against cancel culture. And, and nobody cared about the, the Goya jobs that were would have been lost. Now all of a sudden, Goodyear, this American company who makes their products in Japan, Donald Trump is costing Americans jobs. I w- I say Goodyear's costing Goodyear uh, Goodyear's costing Americans jobs, and so does Kaylee McEnany.
3: Blue Lives Matter is not allowed, and I will stand at this podium and say Blue Lives Matter is an equity issue, and and Goodyear needs to come out and
0: acknowledge. Yes. On- so what well,
3: so let me just address that. The reason he called for the boycott was over MAGA. Yeah. MAGA is pretty much unanimous with Blue Lives Matter these days, if you've seen the
1: endorsement. Yeah, MAGA, oh that, and that's a great point. MAGA is synonymous with Blue Lives Matter, which is why it made the list. Because if you support Donald Trump, guess who else does? The police unions. In New York, in Pennsylvania, in Florida, all over the country, police are coming out in favor of Donald Trump. They're all about the MAGA movement. Why? They don't want to be defunded. They don't want to live in a country where there's no protection for law-abiding citizens. They want to keep their jobs. What about those jobs? What about all the police jobs that are being lost by the defunding of the police? Goodyear doesn't seem to care about that. Paula doesn't seem to care about that. The Democrats don't seem to care that police are losing their jobs, that people at Goy are losing their jobs, that people at Chick-fil-A are losing their jobs. Oh, you know what? They're not, actually, because Republicans know better. Conservatives know better, and that's why... Chick-fil-A still has lines around the corner. Goya is going to be a staple of the food industry forever, and there will be police. There will be police a lot longer than there's going to be Paula, the reporter from whatever from the fake news media. Eight five five seven six five. One oh four five. We'll tell you what Donald Trump. Donald Trump uh, talked about it, too, directly to the media. We'll play those comments here in just a minute. Eight five five seven six five one oh four five. Quick break. More coming up on one oh four point five W.O.K.V. If You're on the go and can't listen live on the
2: radio. Stream the Mark K show and the W.O.K.V. app for your Apple or Android device. This is the Mark K show on one zero four point five W.O.K.V. Jacksonville's
1: news and talk. This is The Markay Show. My name's Markay. The other Josh has reminded me. We have What the Bleed come coming up here. Just, man, this show goes so fast. Does it go so fast for anyone else, or is it just me? Okay, Cricket. Good. Cricket. You guys are like, oh, my God, I feel like we've been here forever. No, it goes by really fast. Yeah, you're not even here, so don't even talk to me. <laughs> uh, I'm 8, done. 855 765 all right, real quick, Donald Trump, uh, talking about the Goodyear stuff yesterday, he had a press conference, and he called the press conference because there's more peace in the Middle East. And he literally said, before I'm out of office, Iran will be a, a, uh, a, a friend and ally. Basically, he's saying he's going he's gonna to put the kibosh on all of Iran's nuclear um, aspirations and aggression toward the rest of the world. That's his goal and if you know if we've already seen glimpses of, the, of that with not only what happened with um general uh, uh you know Soleimani but also what's been going on now with the UAE and Israel and Donald Trump appears to be one of the few presidents or really the only president to this point that could sustain or create peace in the Middle East which would be great and is another reason to vote for the guy of course you're not going to hear about that in the press pool, all they want to talk about is Goodyear and why Donald Trump would boycott it. And, of course, Donald Trump never shirks away from questions. He's not Joe Biden. He answers them. Here's what he said.
2: When they say that you can't have blue lives matter, you can't show a blue line, you can't wear a MAGA hat, but you can have other things that are Marxist in nature... Uh, there's something wrong with the top of Goodyear.
1: Yeah, so Goodyear has this zero tolerance policy, zero tolerance, acceptable black lives matter, LGBT, unacceptable, blue lives matter, all lives matter, MAGA attire, which is not political. It's Donald Trump and political affiliated slogans or material. They throw that on at the end to encompass Joe Biden and, and, and everybody else. So this this is you know, Donald Trump. He also has a zero tolerance policy. I don't know if you know this, but two can play at that game. Donald Trump's zero tolerance policy is for anybody who is against him politically and also against the police and for Black Lives Matter, which we all know is a Marxist run organization and is not promoting what they say they're promoting, but they're, they're raising money and they're trying to wreak havoc for political aspirations of particular candidates. So that's what, so look, if, look, Goodyear, have your anti police zero tolerance policy. It's America. You're free to do that. But the president of the United States is free to have his zero tolerance policy, too. And and he points that out uh, to the media as well. And what the uh, radical left does is they make it impossible for people to do business
2: if they're Republican or if they're conservative. They put out all
1: sorts of effort. Uh, don't shop there. They do vicious things, Vicious thing, The Goya thing, Chick-fil-A. There's tons of boycotts on the left every single day. They're canceling somebody else. They're showing up at the mayor's house and and harassing him and his family in L.A. They're doing it again in St. Louis. Why? Because they want to defund the police and they don't want to go through the proper channels. They want to harass. They want to boycott. They want to cancel these people. It's cancel culture. And all yesterday in the media, everyone was talking about how Donald Trump rails against cancel culture and then tries to cancel Goodyear. And you know what Donald Trump effectively did yesterday? He embraced cancel culture, which means you're not going to see the Democrats do it anymore because if donald trump does it it's bad and now the media that next time somebody goes to the white house some ceo of some corporation praises donald trump next time elon musk tweets something about donald trump nobody's going to cancel anything because if donald trump does it they want nothing to do with it what donald trump yet did yesterday was he effectively canceled cancel culture whether he meant to or not 855-765-1045 all right quick break It's time for What the Bleep, yay! Hopefully it will go a little better than last week. If you want to play, we need two contestants, 855-765-1045, 855-765-1045. Two contestants for What the Bleep, it's next on 104.5 WOKV.
2: Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Marquee Show. This is the Mark K Show. Eight five five seven six five one
1: zero four five is our number. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is our number, and we are about to play. What the? Ble- I need a sheet of paper and a pen. I got Somebody you. Somebody knocked over the pens.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll just hold up my fingers. Oh no! Oh my oh
1: God! God. Wait, 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 can you get me? That's not a. Not shark. that finger, Josh. That's not a okay, hi. All right, thank you very much, Hannah. I appreciate you. uh I appreciate you. First of all, showing up today and then also doing work. Eight five five seven six five right, it's time for What the Bleep. Yay! That's very exciting. We're all very excited by this. Uh, if you missed last week's What the Bleep, be sure to relive it in, in its entirety on uh, Newsmax TV <laughs> this Saturday at 330 uh eastern standard time you can find newsmax on your cable satellite provider or newsmax.tv for a complete listing 855-765-1045 all right we've got uh, looks like we've got jimmy on the line jimmy's from southey in boston hi jimmy how are you jimmy you there wait hold on let me answer the phone try that jimmy you there it's timmy with a t oh it's timmy yeah oh how you like them apples <laughs> yeah, okay, uh, good. Okay, good. There, that's perfect. Uh, Timmy's in South Boston, so that's why he gets that. Um, uh, thanks so much for calling Timmy. We app- yeah, no problem. We appreciate it. Well, you didn't act like you got it. Oh, you okay. acted like you... Yeah, Matt Damon. It. Right. Uh, and you're going to be playing against Thrash. It's not your fault. Thrash, is that your name? The Flash. It's Flash? Oh, oh, Flash. What is wrong with you people answering the phone <laughs> today? Can they can't hear. Get the bubble gum out of ears." All right, so we have Timmy what and... Mike? We have Timmy and Flash. Is that right? That's right. Okay, Timmy and Flash. Thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, we appreciate. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna play What the Bleep. Have you guys ever heard this game? Are you fam- familiar with how it works? No. Yes. Please, please. <laughs> okay. Great. I don't know anything about it. Oh, great. And he's from <laughs> Southie too. And he's from Boston. Yeah, yeah. All right. So here's here's the deal. All right. It's wicked easy. Uh, basically what happens is we play a clip from the news, uh, could be any potential newsmaker, we bleep out one word, the word is a clean word, but the way we bleep it, it sounds like it could be dirty, okay, Timmy? Sounds good. All right, yeah, but here's what we need you to do. We need you to tell us what the clean, family, and radio-friendly word is, not the dirty word that it sounds like. Okay, okay, you got it? Uh, you got it. All right, let's see what happens. Timmy, you're up first. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. okay, here we go. okay, all right, this first one is uh oh, former President Barack Obama speaking at the DNC yesterday. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. Here we go.
3: Donald Trump inherited a growing economy and a more peaceful world.
1: That's not it. That's not Barack Obama. That's not not Barack Obama. Obama. (laughs) What the hell's going on here? Hang on. Here we go. This is Barack Obama speaking yesterday at the virtual DNC. Listen carefully. Tell us what the bleep.
3: I sat in the Oval Office with both
1: of the men who are running for president. I I never expected that my successor would embrace my... (laughs) What? 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 Hey, Timmy, what did former President Barack Obama say? You can't swear though, right? No, no, yeah, no, definitely don't do that. Um, my policies. My policies. That's a good guess. Let's, let's take a listen. Here we go. I have sat in the Oval Office with both of the men who are running for president. I never expected that my successor would embrace my vision. Oh, vision! That's so close. That was close. That was close. But but you at uh, least you didn't swear, which is, you know... I uh, had, really, had a couple of good ones. That's too. really the important yeah, <laughs> <some good> one. We <laughs> need some recommendations. I bet you. Well, when you're off the air, you can tell everyone what you thought it really was. All right, good. Zero-zero. Uh, okay. zero. Flash, we're going next to you. Are you ready? Yeah, we're going to have a point yeah. for not cussing. Yeah, no <laughs> you know, extra points for no cussing today. That's right. Uh, Flash, yours is going to be uh, for, uh, former vice president joe biden speaking oh, earlier this week at the virtual dnc listen carefully and tell us what the bleep here we go oh, hold on wait let me let me make sure oh, i'm pulling down. here we go listen carefully and tell us what the bleep but the truth is <laughs> she's the strongest person i know she's a like a ramrod <laughs> that's a give me if you've been listening to the show we played that one a lot what do you think bulldog she's a bulldog like a ramrod that definitely sounds like a joe bidenism yeah uh let's see the truth is she's the strongest person i know she's a backbone like a ramrod she's a backbone wait and it's it throws you off because he meant to say she has a backbone like a ramrod but you know he leaves out the unimportant words uh that was a good the good try not it it's still tied zero zero but again you get an extra point for not swearing timmy back to you are you ready yes All right, Timmy, listen carefully. This is former President Bill Clinton giving a speech the other night at the virtual DNC. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. Are you ready? Yep. Here we go. At a time like this, the Oval Office should be a (laughs) center. Instead, it's a storm
3: center.
1: Um, (laughs) What do you think, Timmy? I have no clue. Uh, <laughs> yeah, All right, hold on. Listen to it one more, Listen one yeah, more yeah, yeah. time. One more time. Try to forget that it's Bill Clinton, because as soon as you hear Bill Clinton, you're thinking one thing. <laughs> yeah. only one word. Here it is one more time. Listen carefully. <laughs> At a time like this, the Oval Office should be a <laughs> center. Instead, it's a storm center. Yeah, what do you think? Not <laughs> uh, <do> a <laughs> Uh, poop <laughs> a poop center. A poop center. here we go. At a time like this, the Oval Absolutely. Office should be a command center. It's a command center. Instead, it's a oh, center. It's, yeah, it? I know. But as you, as you hear Clinton, and you're like, mm-hmm. "Whoa, what is going on right. in the Oval Office?" Uh, still close zero zero. You got close with poop, but that's technically a, that's <laughs> an okay <laughs> word. So we appreciate that. All right, back. To, back. Josh is sweating over Every here. Every time. Flash, are you ready? I reckon. All right, listen, this is Jill Biden speaking the other day. This is like an all-virtual DNC edition, by the way, of What the Bleep, if you haven't caught on yet. This is Jill Biden, uh, who wants to be the first lady, 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 lady. She was speaking <laughs> at the DNC. Listen carefully and tell us What the Bleep. Are you ready? Yep. Here we go. It's in the
3: providence of God. His <laughs> is in you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that's just, <laughs> <Come on. laughs> oh, oh. Uh, what do you think, Flash? Play that one more time. You play one more. Of course, we're going to play it one more. Here, listen carefully.
3: It's in the providence of God. His f- is in you.
1: <laughs> oh, I'd to say power would be a word that would fit. Power, that's a good. Listen carefully. Let's see what is she, what she actually said.
3: It's in the providence of God.
1: His faith is oh, in you. Faith is faith is in you. Of course, it's God's faith that's in you, not his not his power. That's okay. We appreciate you not we appreciate you not swearing. All right, Timmy, here we go. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Right, listen up, Timmy. This is uh, former Senator John Kerry, who also ran for president unsuccessfully, oh. speaking at the virtual DNC. Listen carefully. Uh, what is he he's saying about uh, President Donald Trump? Here we go. Okay. Hold on, let me me hit the right
3: button. Donald Trump inherited a growing economy and a more peaceful world. And like everything else he inherited, he b it.
1: He he miffed it. He miffed it? Yeah. He miffed it. Timmy thinks it's miffed. Let's take a listen.
3: Donald
2: Trump (laughs)
1: inherited a growing
3: economy and a more peaceful world. And like everything else he inherited... He bankrupted
1: it. Oh, he bankrupted it. He bankrupted it. Oh, that's, okay, that's all right. Listen, it's zero zero. Flash. Good news for you. If you get this one right, <laughs> you win the game. Greatest start in my life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Listen carefully. Here we go. Uh, here we go, Flash. This is this is three bleeps, but it's the same word every single time. Are you ready? Yeah. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. This is Kamala Harris. Accepting the vice presidential nomination yesterday at the VDNC.
3: So let's f- with conviction.
4: Let's f- with hope. Yeah. Let's f-
0: with confidence. <laughs> wow.
1: What? What do you think, Flash? Oh my gosh! How about vote? Vote. You think it's vote? Flash, that's a guess. Yeah. All right, here we go.
4: So let's fight, fight. with conviction.
1: Oh, fight. Yeah. Fight.
4: Let's fight, fight with hope. Fight, yeah. Let's fight, fight it's with it's confidence.
1: Con- confidence. Oh, that's so a good buzzer. Hello, want to fight. They yeah, all the time. They're all. That's <laughs> right. <it's> just, <laughs> that's right. Very good. All right. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. We have one more here. right? This will be our. This will be our tiebreaker since it's zero Hold zero. The time. Now listen, if you know the answer, call out your name, okay? And then we'll call on you and if you get it right, you'll win. Timmy, okay. if you think right. you know it, what do you do, Timmy? Oh, yell out my name. That's right. And and Flash, what do you do?
2: Yell out my name. Okay,
1: good. Listen carefully. This is Hillary Clinton speaking at the virtual DNC. Listen carefully, tell us what the bleep. If you vote by
4: mail, request your ballot now and send it back right away. If you vote in person, do it early. Become a poll. My name.
3: (laughs) How'd you get it wrong?
1: (laughs) Flash. Flash, what's your guess? Sitter. A what? Sitter, poll sitter. Poll sitter. If you vote by mail, request your
4: ballot now and send it back right away. If you vote in person, do it early. Become a poll worker. Poll
1: worker. Oh that, means, oh, that means that... I was going to say watcher. no oh, well, you would have been <laughs> wrong, too. Uh, Timmy, wow, savage! Timmy, today. congratulations! Uh, by a score of zero to one, you win the game! Yay! Yay. Represent, representing Southie, yeah, we oh, appreciate God. that. Hang on one second; we're going to get you like, uh, we'll get you a Goodwill hunting T-shirt or something, <laughs> and uh, we'll send that right out. We got to take a quick break. More of the Marques shows on the way. Stay tuned to one hundred four point five WOKV.
2: Are you at home or sitting at your desk at work? Either way, watch The Mark K Show live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. This is The Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk.
0: Five seven six five. Pile like pileups. Up. Pile yeah, pile. Oh, never. Okay.
1: I thought you said polyps. I Yeah, never... But it was a
0: pun, like pile-ups. Traffic a... pile-ups. Pile ups. You know, that's Let's just forget that it ever happened. We'll forget that joke. When does the happen.
1: show start? Uh, listen, we got to get out of here in just a minute. But before we do, a couple people have been waiting very patiently, and I want to uh, I want to get to them quickly. Jackie's in Orange Park. Hi, Jackie. How are you?
4: Hey. Hi. Um, hi. I just wanted to say it. It would be really helpful for the people coming up from up north. Uh, from some town <clears throat> that was run by a mayor or or a governor that was Democrat, and they can't they couldn't take it anymore. They were, you know, and then they moved down here, and they forget why they moved away, and they continue to vote Democrat. Yeah, okay? they they want to come here because it's because of the taxes, because because we have police departments. Okay. Uh, and we don't want to lose any of that. So, uh, you know, if people could just remember where they came from and why they left before they vote. Right. Oh, what I wanted to
1: say. That's a great, don't New York, my Florida is what she's trying to say. And, uh, that's, you know, maybe we should, you know, what we should do Maybe we should install like a, like a, like a 180 day waiting period on voting. If you move here from another state, especially a blue state, 855-765-1045. David in Chicago. How you doing, David? Good. How are you guys? I'm really. Oh, we're good. Thank you. Well, almost. Uh, What'd you want to say, David? What's up? Well, uh, I'm a first time caller. I just found out about your guys' show a couple days ago. I've been
2: watching on Facebook. Uh, I love you guys. Well, David, we appreciate uh, it. Thanks so much. Thank you.
1: Uh, I wanted to say, I watched, uh, I hate to say this, but I watched a couple minutes of the uh, DNC last night, and I've never seen anything like it before in my life. It was just one big commercial running. Um, My question to you is how do they expect to. Uh, sway swing voters when they're not saying with anything with substance. There was no substance to what they were saying. There was no policies. There was nothing like that. I was just curious to get your take on it. Yeah, Dave, that's a great that's a great question. And in the, like the 35 seconds we have left today, let me see if I can should, the the DNC. Um, is not supposed to be a sales pitch to swing votes or anybody who's undecided. The DNC is literally the Democrats preaching to the choir. They are there because they're announcing Joe Biden as their candidate, and they are trying to drum up support and excitement in the base for Joe Biden, it's, it's really technically—I um, mean, it is a technical aspect of politics. You've got to go in there and you've got to choose your nominee, and that's where they do it at the convention. Then it's supposed to be a lot of a lot of pomp and circumstance and hoopla to get everyone really excited. That's why you don't see a lot of policy talk. That's why it's all bashing, 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 bashing Donald Trump because that's what the base wants. The RNC—it's going to be a little different next week because more people are going to have eyes on it. Why? Well, because ninety-eight percent of media coverage is about Donald Trump. So the RNC, you're going to see a lot more policy. You're going to see a lot more here's where America is and where we need to keep going. And most importantly, you're going to see a lot of here's what the Democrats are going to do if you're dumb enough to vote for them. So really interesting point, though. Thanks for calling. We got to get out of here. Traffic, weather, news, Rush Limbaugh next. We'll be back tomorrow. Stay tuned to 104.5 WOKV.
0: Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands.